Hey, you are listening to the IAVM podcast series, The Venue Coffee Break, episode 13. Lucky number 13. Very excited. (laughs) I am one of your hosts, Shelly Ellis. I'm the general manager of the Visalia Convention Center in California. And we also have host Alexis Bergren, GM of the Old National Events Plaza in Evansville, Indiana. Hello, Alexis. Indiana. Hello. How are you doing? And our goal is to provide you with venue-related trends and news content you crave while, of course, having a lot of fun and laughs. And today, the podcast is group membership. And want to do a quick shout-out to Georgia World Congress Center. Thanks for joining us. And, of course, all of our other guests, thank you. And if you ever have any questions during this podcast, this live podcast, please type them in, and we'll be sure to address them. Alexis, how do we give a shout out to our guests, please? Oh, I I am thrilled, 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 thrilled to welcome Justin Aquino to the uh, to the to show today. Justin is the event manager at the Utah Valley Convention Center in Utah. Obviously, I guess that kind of goes without saying, doesn't it? Right. Um, I'm excited because Justin actually happens to be uh, my mentee as well. So we're knocking out a mentor mentee call. Uh, it, it, like it's like killing two birds with one stone. I'm 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 sort of kidding. I I talk to Justin all day every day, but Justin and uh, his colleagues at there at the Utah Valley Convention Center just came on board not too long ago. Well, gosh, within the last year as uh, group members, and because today's topic is group membership, we thought it'd be great to uh, have him on and and tap his uh, tap his knowledge there about group membership and see see what kinds of experiences he and his colleagues have had out there. So, welcome to the program, Justin. We're glad you're here. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invite. I'm very excited to talk about it. Oh, awesome. Well, very, very cool. Well, we're looking forward to what you have to say. Before we dive in, though, I want to just kind of give a, a brief overview and a reminder for everybody that's on the call to those new group members and those existing. Group membership has been in place for, gosh, about three years now, and I'll let Gina correct me when, when she takes over. But what it's really served to do is open up membership opportunities to a wider base. So, uh, you know, in short, a group membership allows for one venue or complex to sign up 20 separate members. And it has really proven just absolutely wildly successful. And we'll talk about the specific benefits uh, coming up in a minute. But before we get there, I kind of want to go back to the beginning. And Gina Brightson, our director of membership, is on the call as well. And originally, this group membership model was driven by the membership and the membership committee with with the obvious leadership of Gina and her staff. And so, Gina, what what was the genesis behind the effort? Where did this where was this idea inspired? And, you know, how have how have we grown since we've implemented? Well, the uh, program began. Uh, we we started talking about how IEVM could reach out to more to our uh, to our venues, and really get more of our mid-level managers involved in IEVM. And of course, the discussion uh, we've had many over the years about um, uh, how can we be more inclusive, uh, uh, create a more diverse. Uh, community. And so uh, based on that uh, concept, the, the membership committee worked uh, with me and Summer and, and the team members here, and we, we just kind of laid out what we thought would really work in terms of uh, capacity for group membership. Our, uh, we talked to many of our members, professional members, asking them, the executives, what would it take for them to uh, support getting more of their employees involved in IBM. So based on the feedback we got directly from them, we were able to put this program together. Uh, that whole process started in 2012, 
and talked to hundreds of members. So by the time we took it to the board to get their um, buy-in basically on the concept, they absolutely loved it. And so many of them had given their feedback. So it was kind of a, it, it was actually a no-brainer. Uh, by the time we put it, got uh, built legs to it, introduced it, uh, the board approved it in Portland at the um, summer board meeting in 2014, and we launched it immediately after we got back uh, to headquarters. So the program has grown uh, tremendously. It has exceeded our expectations by leaps and bounds. Uh, right now, today, we have 136 active venues that are participating. And from the effort, we've added more than 1,500 brand new members to IBM as a result of this program. So um, it's, it's uh, again, exceeded our expectations. We're excited uh, to come to you today with this particular uh, session to talk about how to get you guys, get our new members more involved and engaged in IBM. So if you have any questions as we go along, just uh, we'll be happy to answer those. So. Thank you for participating and support, supporting this wonderful new program that we have. I think that that's wonderful how many additional venues we've had added to this group membership. And it not only benefits those that are part of this group membership, but every member of IAVM. I mean, coming from Venue Connect, I met a lot of new people that were part of group memberships. And they potentially may not have had the opportunity to attend because they get all the benefits that group membership um, every membership receives, so it's pretty fantastic for everyone, really. And it's heck of a steal of a deal to become a group member. Am I am I correct? You know, do you do you have those numbers? That that is correct. Group membership is three thousand dollars, which uh, on on average it's one hundred and fifty dollars per person if a venue adds all twenty employees. So it's a heck of a deal. Uh, the program itself, it's a professional membership that's simply discounted. And uh, and again, it's so attractive based on the price point, but then what you get out of it has really made the, the difference, uh, a game changer, if you will, in how in, in venues just automatically wanting to get their people involved. And the one thing that has really been a key um, uh, a point for some some of our uh, venues is that if they had current members, which most of them did, just looking at uh, their current enrollment when their renewal dates uh, happen to come around, and so making sure they got uh, the best of that investment before they converted to this program. So some of them just went ahead and did it, uh, but some have waited to make sure that they got all of their uh, the most of their membership, the current membership, before they convert it, and so that's worked really well, also. Yeah. Well, and and so you know what what you said earlier, Gina, is is I think you know what the the meat of of what the conversation is, which is what everybody gets out of it. So, um, so Justin, I wanna I wanna ask you the the Utah Valley Convention Center joined as a group membership uh, over the past year. And, you know, for you, how has participation with that level changed or influenced your work or, or your career? I believe it's been very influential uh, beforehand. And I love what Gina mentioned in regards to what group membership started as to help involve mid-level management um, professionals in our industry and help them be active and learn more and grow within um, what our trade is. And that's how it was for me initially when I started at a different venue. Um, I was a, prof a young professional member paying my own dues, 
didn't really have support from the venue that I was at initially. Um, and soon enough, um, after several years of seeing the importance of IAVM and what it could do in our professional lives, they ended up getting a group membership themselves. And so soon enough, I moved on to the Utah Valley Convention Center. And like Alexis has mentioned, the past year, we've been able to be a group member as well. And that's been very, very important for all our staff members here. Um, we have a very active chapter in the state of Utah. Yearly, we have two chapter meetings uh, with at least 100 people attending. And during those chapter meetings, we have at least half of our full-time staff attend. And so initially, before we were group members, a lot of our staff members were exposed to IAVM. But they really didn't understand the importance of membership until we became group members. And it's neat when, as group members, daily we get the VenueNet uh, discussion forum information. And so at times during different uh, meetings that we have with our staff, our general manager may mention, hey, did someone see this on the VenueNet uh, forum? And we kind of do a little discussion about what was talked about and how we can apply it in our own venue. Another thing we do, another benefit of membership is the facility manager magazine. And we get five of those at our venue and we rotate it amongst everyone at our um, venue so they can learn and grow and see what's going on in our industry. And so personally for me, being able to not pay for my own personal membership anymore, but be able to have the support from my organization, as well as be able to talk to my colleagues about certain things that IAVM is talking about through their blogs, through their magazines, through their forum, has been very helpful in my career as I've tried to learn and progress and um, mature in what I do. I think you bring up a good point, Justin, because, um, I mean, very much, you know, Utah Valley is using it as an employment perk. It's an employment benefit. And I think that's that's completely, you know, that makes sense. It's valid. I, I've actually talked to a couple other um, venues that, that do it in that in that way. They're at universities and they offer, um, you know, some of their group memberships to students so that they can be exposed to IAVM early on. I, I had an opportunity to talk to uh, to your GM, Justin Danny Wheeler there, and um, he said that part of the reason he was inspired to join was after he heard Brad Main uh, speak at ICCC in Pasadena. And Brad specifically talked to um, the the various folks that you can involve at the group membership level. And, and Utah Valley is an example of one uh, facility that's involving stakeholders um, in their group membership, i.e. Uh, contract administrators, uh, chief of polices, um, you know, people within university systems, mayors, commissioners. Um, it, it's it's kind of an interesting way to use that membership to expose folks that may not be living and breathing the facility and venue management industry day to day, but it gives, you know, our voices credibility when they see these things on VenueNet, when they see these things in the magazine that are so important to the industry right now, you know, safety, security, food and beverage offerings, you know, you name it. Uh, it, it it's interesting the way Utah Valley is using it as well as some other venues I've talked to, I've talked to. And to add to that, Alexis, I think it creates a lot of camaraderie among staff, amongst all the stakeholders as well, that we're all on the same page together. And not one person who's not a member feels of lesser value than um, someone else because they are a member. And so it creates this uh, stability within our um, venue um, that everyone here has the same opportunities, same goals, and we could go towards um, these goals and opportunities as one. Absolutely. I think that's a great point because it's although you're part of a group membership, you're you are a professional member. So you have all of the benefits right at your fingertips. So you really get what you put in. Don't wait for the other 19 group members to, you know, read the magazine or get on VenueNet. You can do all that 
on your own and, you know, share that information. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lexus, you, you participated um, in New Orleans and under group membership. How, how is it applied there in New Orleans? Sure. So yeah, when I was uh, during my time at the Ernest and Morial in, in New Orleans, uh, we applied for a group membership. Gosh, two years ago, Gina, I think, right? Does that sound about right? That's I think correct. they just renewed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we actually, you know, we, we had, it's a big building, we had quite a big staff. So what we did is we actually took those 20 memberships and we applied them to all of the director level um, managers and above. So if you were a director or actually you were an assistant director, uh, there were about 20 of us, we all received the, those memberships. And what it did, we, going into the group membership, just as Gina mentioned earlier, we had about five or six people on staff that were paying for full professional memberships. So it was really only a few hundred more dollars for us to jump to that group membership level and include almost 12, 13 more people. And it gave me, it gave us, I mean, excuse me, although it, it did give me selfishly some, some good insight in terms of, of exposing some folks that may not have had IAVM um, in their radar, i.e., you know, our finance manager um, who that, that wouldn't necessarily be the association she'd immediately gravitate to, uh, but it was very interested. So again, these things start hitting the desktops of the people that you're working very closely with. And, you know, as we've talked about it, it, it spurs that conversation. The one thing I would say, though, in any application of group membership is you'd need to be, you need to be, I think, strategic about who's going to circulate the information. Because when you do sign up for the group membership, you identify a champion. You identify essentially the person that is going to be in charge of receiving the information for your venue. So make sure it's somebody that has the time to circulate the information appropriately. It may not always be the general manager, even though that seems, you know, like it makes sense. It seems intuitive that you'd put your general manager in that role as sort of the administrator of the entire program at your venue, it, it may make more sense to find somebody that's going to have the resources and the time to get the information into the hands of the people and to the members that are going to be participating. And sometimes that's not the, the person at top because they've, they've just got too much to do. So I would just caution against that, that, that you be strategic about who's going to administer the program in your building. Justin, who do you have administer the information? How's that going for you guys? Um, it's been going very well. Um, a lot of times it is our GM who um, gets all the information, if it be uh, facility magazine, facility manager magazine, or um, anything else, and then he just spreads it apart. And so we, what we do with, for example, facility ma uh, manager magazine is that um, he gets it, he passes it along to our directors. Our directors then write everyone's names um, within um, his or her jurisdiction, and we pass it around and check mark it uh, on things that if we've read it or not. Um, if there's things that we really, really like the law or are interested in, we try to put a bookmark of some sort so we can encourage or highlight it so we can encourage our um, fellow department um, colleagues to read about what was being discussed. So we're aware of that, oh, this is really applicable to our venue or this is applicable to a situation that we just encountered and what we could do to improve the situation and provide a greater experience for our guests and customers. I feel like that would yeah, be a good like, that, Facebook post. So you take a picture of all your guys' highlights and notes from 20 different people. So. <laughs> and guys, I was just going to add today uh, from Georgia World Congress Center, Harriet Thomas is the person that's been uh, – really been hands-on for their members, trying to make sure that they take advantage of the program. And she's in HR, 
and she's their learning and development manager. So Alexis, that's a very good point that being strategic to make sure that uh, a one central person is aware of how active each member is, is, is really being paying off for uh, that member as well. It, absolutely, and and I think and and it's it really just is kind of who who's going to be able to champion that at, at your building, and it's going to be different for each building. And, and in in New Orleans, I I, I felt fortunate because I I sort of helped to just push that information out. You know, my goodness, the the general manager there just would not have had time necessarily to to make sure that the the things got circulated to to the right hands at all times. And so I yeah, it's it's a it's it's that's just an important piece to note um, that whoever is in charge of that account will be receiving the bulk of the information. So you just want to make sure that that's on their radar and, and understand that that's part of their responsibilities. Um, you know, and, and as we keep talking about, obviously, the, the key is access, access, access. It, it, it takes the membership to IAVM and it just, you know, it multiplies it exponentially and so you know Shelly what do you think we'll just kind of even dial it back down to just the best features of membership because you know you've got maybe 10 people that that haven't attended these conferences haven't been a part of you know the, the mentor programs and things like that and now as full members uh, they can they can do these things definitely I mean there's so many great benefits and um, I, I know we've said it before but you get what you put in and there is a lot you can get. There's so much knowledge out there from just the networking and the many benefits. You know, if you get out there and get on VenueNet and you have a question, you just, you're, you had a staff meeting and you guys are stirring some ideas around and you're like, you know, let me get some advice from, you know, my colleagues. Get on VenueNet, type that question. You'll get more responses than you probably needed, but <laughs> it's, so powerful that what the you, information you can get from your friends and they really are friends you know everyone's so willing to share information and um, get other ideas spurring and it's very creative so you know use venue net and you know I have that coming to my email box every day and it's even information I didn't think I needed and it comes up and I'm like wow that's very um, insightful that's I should look into that further for our venue and of course the facility manager magazine that's wonderful and hey you have some time and there's you want to write an article that's great you know that can go towards your um, CFE or CVP you know I know that they're looking for new ideas for articles and of course the mentoring program that's definitely hands down probably my favorite i think we all could probably speak on that program and it's a free it's free benefit so yeah let's i was going to say we got to give a shout out to the mentoring program especially since the vice chair is on the call justin do you want to you yes. want to just give a, a quick uh, a quick stump speech on the mentoring program yes i would love to do a little bit of a plug in on the mentoring program <laughs> and and for the several years um, i'm hitting my fifth year now as a member of IAVM in my young professional career and I've always valued the importance of membership through what it offers. And one of the amazing offerings that membership does bring to professionals, young professionals and students, is the Mentor Connector Program, which is available to all members. No matter what your age or where you are in your career, the Mentor Connector Program gives everyone the opportunity to find a mentor that fits their needs. And so I have been very, very lucky and very fortunate to have Alexis as my mentor this cycle. And it's amazing how with the mentoring committee, they take all the applications in, 
and anyone who wants to be a mentee or a mentor kind of answers questions to what kind of mentee or mentor they would like, someone that they're looking for um, so they can learn from, and it goes either ways, both ways they learn from each other, um, but people can be very specific on what kind of mentor or mentee that they like. And so, for example, this past cycle, we had someone specifically seeking a female to be their mentor. And so as a mentoring committee, as we paired up these people, we made sure that we found someone that was as specific as what this mentee was looking for in their mentor. And the greatest benefit of the Mentor Connector program is the one-on-one -on -one mentorship that doesn't only last during the cycle, which is a year-long cycle, but it could possibly last throughout your career. And I know certainly, like from the moment that I spoke to Alexis, I felt like I knew her from the get-go. <laughs> yeah, you're never getting and rid of I, me. That's yeah. <laughs> and I'm Deal certain that. that she's someone that I'm not only going to be speaking to during this one-year cycle, but someone I'm going to be speaking through throughout my career and maybe throughout the rest of my life, just because uh, of how quickly we clicked. <laughs> and I yeah. think anyone who takes advantage of the opportunity can find someone or will find someone that they can instantly relate to no matter if it's at a convention center, level, convention center level or if you're in a different department or a different type of venue, you will find something that you will relate with that you are looking for in this program. Yeah, it, it really is a fun program. And I just have to tell a quick story. When we were in Venue Connect, uh, Justin and I were volunteering at the Mentor Connect program or at the ne but, uh, Mentor Connect Connector booth and Rip Ripito was there. And I'll tell you what, Justin, uh, the, the conversation that the three of us had uh, while we were all standing there volunteering, it's probably one of my favorite and most important um, conversations I had that whole time, just because it was so insightful and we were, were all at such different stages in our career, and but we were talking on the same playing field, you know what I mean, and, and, and gathering information and, and sharing information. So again, it just speaks to the, the benefit of the program and the benefit of, of being amongst your colleagues and, and how this group membership just allows for that inclusivity to continue to grow within each venue. So yeah, very, very cool. You, you know, the other thing too, uh, just to keep in mind, once you've got your 20 members filled, or even if you don't have your 20 members filled, there are venues that don't have 20 employees, correct, Gina? And so they might be just short of 20. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. So, I mean, once you've got, once you've got your roster filled, though, you know, remember that, that you've got you've got folks that can now go to meetings at that membership rate. They don't have to pay non-member rates. They can go to VMS at, at membership rates. They don't have to pay non-member rates. Um, they have full voting rights at this point. And, you know, do do also know, I just mentioned that, you know, Gina and obviously the membership committee, we, we continue to uh, listen to the membership. Uh, really the membership, the group membership, even over the last three years has done some shape shifting. We've, we've redefined some things to make it easier to use, to make it easier to join um, and, and easier to kind of define what fits into a group membership. So if there's ever any questions or ideas or feedback, um, you know, Gina is, is a whiz and, and she's a pro. She's seen this since 2012 and even beyond. Uh, so gosh, don't ever hesitate to reach out and ask if, if you're curious how, how best to apply it within your own facility or complex. All right. And another aspect too, guys, I think is important for you guys to to, uh, to know is if there are changes in your employee roster, you can make changes at any time. So, uh, say someone uh, is promoted and maybe they are not uh, involved in the day to day in, uh, within venue management. And so, if you have a new person that you want to get involved, all you do is fill out a form online, a group membership roster. 
form and make the change and we and they will immediately become a member of IBM. Uh, we'll notify them, give them the same information as to how to uh, get their membership activated, um, set up their profile, utilize VenueNet, give them all the details that we're talking about today. So it's real easy to uh, make that make that change when necessary. You know what? I'm I'm glad you brought up the, the who's on staff because I I want to mention that's one thing that I use at least once a week and that's the the membership directory and what's nice about having you know more than one person in your building that has access to that is it's just obviously a big time saver. I am constantly looking at my colleagues on that membership directory, reaching out to them for various things, people that I might have had a brief conversation with at Venue Connect to follow up and ask questions. Shelley, I actually was talking to Mark Jenkins at the Dolby Theater not too long ago, and he said, you guys have even corresponded about projectors since Venue Connect. So, I mean, that's just another tool that's out there to use, whereas, you know, you don't necessarily have to go through one or two people in your facility to get that contact information if you don't have that business card. You can jump onto the Venue Net directly. You can find those colleagues. You can even zero in on a particular city you might be visiting in a building you might want to tour and find that directly as well. So those are all ways that I've used, you know, my membership to, to the benefit of, of my career in, as well. Shelly, anything you want to add to that? Definitely. I mean, I, I'll just add, you know, as we, we have a few more minutes here, just remember the organization that you're part of is, is investing in you in regards to this group membership or professional membership. So take advantage of it. And, you know, don't hesitate to get involved in because, again, as we've mentioned, there's so many great benefits. And, again, I'll just just state how much of a blessing that mentor program has been um, to myself. So it's free. Just I wish I wish every member that we have, you know, the 5000 plus would take part of that mentor program. It's it's really the membership itself is worth that program right there. So kudos to IABM for that program. And and all the benefits, but take it, take advantage of it. It's, it's none, none of it's scary. You know, you might hesitate and wonder, you know, oh, who am I going to get connected with? But you don't even have to meet them for coffee or just on the phone and via email, but you'll, you'll get the return leaps and bounds. So it's, it's been pretty Absolutely. great. Well, as always, the time just flies. I, I don't know how we kill 20, 30 minutes so darn fast, but we just must talk a lot, huh, Shelly? Is that what we, is that our problem? <laughs> we talkers. <laughs> but listen, so just kind of wrap it up. And I, I just want to obviously thank our listeners again. And if there's any, you know, lingering questions, or if you feel like you didn't get out of this uh, podcast, what you needed, please don't hesitate to reach out to, you know, anybody on the call, myself, Shelly, uh, Justin, Gina is obviously probably the, 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 um, quintessential membership expert, uh, but certainly we are all available to, for, for any questions or follow-up uh, after this call. Uh, I want to thank Justin. Thank you for joining us, sir. Good to talk to you as always. No, thank you very much. I always uh, love enjoying talking with you. <laughs> we've, got, we've got another call scheduled, I'm sure, coming yep. up. Remember, and, for life now. You got him for life. <laughs> I know. No, you stuck with me. That's right. That's right. And and Gina, thanks as always for, for your, your leadership. We, we wouldn't be anywhere without you. You. You're very welcome. <laughs> awesome. And of course, uh, if you have any other questions, uh, you can find Shelly and I on LinkedIn. You can find us in the Venue Net group, uh, or no, I'm sorry, in the Venue Net uh, member 
what I, well, I was just talking about it, you know, that place where you find numbers and things like that. But uh, more importantly, uh, you can you can find us on LinkedIn and certainly send us any questions you have or, or ideas for topics for upcoming podcasts. Shelly, do you want the last word? No, again, I think I've preached enough about great um, <laughs> benefits that the group members have. So again, thank you, everyone. And reach out to us, please. And we'd love to chat more about it. And network and do what we do so thank absolutely. you absolutely oh and finally sorry shout out to greg our our engineer he's grown a beard and it looks very studly greg thank you thank you for your support as always <laughs> oh, my pleasure we need a selfie post a selfie on social media <laughs> yes. all right thank well, you thanks everyone, everyone for joining us <laughs>